This is the Off the Charts Business Podcast for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Here, you'll learn how to design a scalable business so you can spend more time outside, away from the screen, through actionable ideas, real-world examples, and pep talks from your host, that's me, Natalie Lucier, founder of Access Ally. In life, there are many paths that are predetermined for us. We're born within certain communities and families in certain parts of the world. This instills in us certain worldviews, quirks, and assumptions. And it's from this unconscious training on how the world works that we make all of life's choices, from what we should do as a career, who to partner with in life, and what we do with our precious time on this planet. We are following the path that has been laid out for us already. And sure, we may buck a few trends, we may veer off the path here and there, but society has a way of getting us back on track. Whether it's an offhand comment asking why you don't have kids yet, or when you're going to go get a real job, these things have a way of keeping us on the straight and narrow. So how do we figure out what matters to us personally as humans so we can take the path that we most want to take? In my life, I've followed the prescribed path many times. I studied software engineering in university, which wasn't really a female-approved path, but still very socially accepted. And I was lucky enough to have paid internships that allowed me to realize fairly quickly that the work environments would not be a fit for me. So when I graduated from college, I took my first step drastically off the beaten path. I turned down a job offer from a prestigious firm on Wall Street and started my first online business. There were a lot of comments directed at me because of this decision from my parents, but also from my peers and other family members. But I knew deep down that it was the right decision for me and for the rest of my life. Now, one reason we don't stray from traditionally accepted paths is often because of family. We don't want to disappoint our family members. And it goes a little bit deeper than that too. Dr. Gabor Mate is a doctor who has 20 years of family practice and palliative care experience. And in one of his talks, he speaks to this, where he says that we need two fundamental things as human beings. Number one, attachment. This is a connection with another human being for the purpose of being taken care of. He says that the younger we are, the more important this need is. And number two, authenticity, knowing who we are, what we feel while being able to express it and honor it in our behavior. Often what that means is that to remain in an attached relationship with our parents or other caregivers, we cannot be our authentic selves. This means that we suppress the parts of us that want to do things differently or veer off the expected path because our relationships are so important to our survival and well-being. Dr. Matei says that we learn to suppress our authenticity because it can threaten our attachment to our caregivers. Now, this might be true when we're a toddler throwing a tantrum or a teenager wanting to do things our own ways, but we also need to recognize that living a life that doesn't feel authentic to our values and to our true self is not good for our survival either. As we grow up, these attachments become less important, although we might not feel like they're less important. In this same talk, Dr. Gabor Mate shares examples of people who develop chronic illness because they aren't able to express their full range of emotions. He goes into more detail about this connection between human emotion and our immune system in the book, When the Body Says No. So ignoring your true path might make you feel sad or angry or like something's not quite right in your life. 
but it might even lead to disease and health conditions. Learning how to carve your own path by listening to that deep inner voice could help you live a longer and healthier life. Pretty wild, right? So how do you figure out what you truly want? Out of life, out of a partner, out of a career? Well, one thing that works for me is to remember my childhood. What made me happy? What are the wonderful memories that stand out? What did I love doing and that came naturally to me? Well, in my case, I love my grandmother's garden and picking raspberries, playing with my friends and climbing trees, inventing stories and writing them down, discovering new things and creating websites on our home computer. And luckily, these are all things I've been able to incorporate into my career and business as well as my personal life. Now, if you're like many multi-passionate people, you might have too many paths that you'd like to explore. In that case, I recommend the book Refuse to Choose by Barbara Sher. In it, she shares an exercise where you imagine that you have 10 lives to live. You can be anything and do anything you want in each of these lives. You could write down different professions, places you'd like to live, things you'd like to do. And then at the end, you get to decide what you want to keep and how it all fits together in your current one life. So for example, when I did this exercise in one of my lives, I put down that I would like to be an expert martial artist and run my own martial arts school. Now I have a black belt in Taekwondo and I'm not currently practicing actively. And I really feel like I've gotten everything I wanted from my practice and I don't need to make martial arts my whole life as well as my whole career. So even just writing down that this could have been a path that I chose in my life helps me realize that it can be a part of my life today, but it doesn't have to be my whole life. Maybe for you, a certain career could be just a hobby. If you love baking, but you don't want to become a full-time bakery owner, you might just bake for fun. And sometimes trying an idea on in your imagination is enough to realize that it's not what you want to do as your entire life focus, but it might be a wonderful project after you retire or when you take a sabbatical. Choosing to move to a farm is another one of those off the prescribed path choices that I made. It took a lot of energy to make it happen. So once you know what would make you happy, it's time to figure out the how of making it happen. If you're not happy with a certain aspect of your life, or you know you might be happier in a different situation, try reverse engineering it. Think about what you'll need to do to get on the right track. Sometimes it's not possible to jump to another path entirely, but you'll need to make small incremental changes that will lead you there. And now that you have more clarity, you might be wondering the hardest part, how do you tell other people that you want to make a change? After all, most of the time, we're not pursuing the things that we want because of how others will react or how we think they will react. Maybe to make space for your new hobby, you'll need to step down from other responsibilities and you might feel like you're letting others down. And while that may be the case, those people will recover and they will understand because the thing is people want you to be happy. I really believe that if they didn't, then they aren't worth trying to please in the first place. So letting people know that you're taking things in a different direction doesn't need to be a big deal. You can start small if you think it'll help, but the most important person to convince to change or make a change is yourself. If you're ready to go for it, the world will come together to support you in doing it. It being starting a new venture or project, giving your hobby the time it deserves or changing your lifestyle. You are wiser than you think, and your body knows too. When you feel dread in the pit of your stomach, when you're about to do something, that's a sign that maybe it's not a good fit. 
when you get excited and feel like your heart is all in, then you're moving in the right direction. It's difficult making decisions that clash with the status quo, but the status quo isn't there to help you live your best life. Often it exists to keep people in line to benefit the people who came up with the status quo. It is safe to strike out on your own path. It might even be safer for your long-term health, and it is absolutely better for your mental well-being and happiness. You can do this. Want to keep growing your business on your terms? Then sign up for my free newsletter, The Momentum Memo. You'll get quick, actionable tips to gain momentum in your business every Tuesday. Head over to natalielussier.com forward slash memo to join over 6,000 other entrepreneurs scaling on their terms. Whether you're just getting started or have been running your business for a while, the Momentum Memo has something for you. 